He's an old head. Youngins are really starting to get on my damn nerves. He's a purveyor of nonsense. He's a Georgia high school coaching job influencer. His favorite Bible verse is Jesus wept. He's the man of constant sorrow, Chris Lamb. Welcome to episode 17 of Sun Coaches Podcast here at the Nike Coach of the Year Clinic in Orlando. And I'm joined with Coach Bobby Scipio, a Kissimmee High School legend, played at Western Kentucky University, went on to play in the league, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, arena league football player ever. Man's got some stories he's going to share with us today. Coach, good to have you with us. Uh, Thank you very much. Glad to be here, man. Um, Just an honor to be here. I appreciate the introduction. I'm not going to say I am the greatest, but definitely one of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had some good stories you're going to share with us. I can't wait to hear what you got for yeah, us. Yeah, man, I got some wonderful stories I could tell. Um, just football, man. Just love, you know, just love the game. Um, I've been around the game a long time. I've played a lot of football. I've had opportunity to be coached by a lot of great coaches, so I've I got so many stories I could tell. Well, I've, I've heard a few of them today already. I know I heard, you know, in, in high school, you were a multiple sport superstar. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, one story you were just telling, it just it made somebody like me who wasn't incredibly athletic at all when you said in one game, yeah, you're like, yeah, we both dunked nine times. And I'm like, oh, yeah. good God, yeah, that's that impressive. Game, man. Um, that, uh, you know, I know we're talking football, but that game was a, you know, I was also a basketball player as well. Um, fortunate we had, um, you actually went to Western Kentucky to play yeah, basketball. Yeah. I actually had an opportunity to play football and basketball in college, uh, due to, um, I was, uh, getting recruited by Jim Harbaugh in high school. And the time he came to visit me for football, I had a basketball game that night and he came to watch me play and. I had so many dunks and blocks, and uh, I, one play I had a dunk that was just so outrageous out of this world. I dunked on the kid, and he fell on his back and on the floor. It stopped the whole game, and Jim Harbaugh was running around crazy, and he was like, I have to I have to get you a, a basketball scholarship at Western Kentucky as well. Even though he was trying to get me a football scholarship, he was so impressed on how I played basketball. He ended up talking to the coaches, and they allowed me to come play basketball. As well, well, how in the world – did somebody – how did they let you out of Florida? I mean, oh, was that man. just – I mean, did you just decide it was a better fit for you? I mean, how did you – how did a guy from Kissimmee, Florida, that that I that told me earlier today that you played in a bull ring one time, you know, for a football the, the, field. The famous Cow Palace, uh, Silver Spurs Arena. Um, shout out to Silver Spurs Arena. Uh, next week is Rodeo Day. So, if you're watching uh, <laughs> TV next week, uh, the famous uh, – um, Central Florida Rodeo that they're having next week. That is at Silver Spurs, and that used to be our uh, home football field when I was a kid. That is pretty insane. cool. Insane. Yeah, it was. It was. And pretty do many cool. people can say they that that's where they yeah. played? We football. we really played in the cow pasture. Um, where they where they rode bulls, and you know when we were kids, we used to when they introduced the team to come out for the game. Uh, they used to open the shoots like the cows run out, and we used to just all run out uh, out of the cow shoots, which was pretty cool. You know, it was um, it really was a, it was a smelly, fun <laughs> experience. So it was pretty cool. But how did you not? I mean, I still can't figure out how you didn't end up at one of the big three in Florida. I mean, that's just um, I, to be honest, I, I feel like I was one of those kids that didn't want to play in Florida. 
Um, I grew up a little bit in Louisiana. Uh, my dad's a raging Cajun, so I was I was born in Louisiana on the football field as a raging Cajun. So I I always wanted to go somewhere and play football somewhere else. And um, fortunately, Kentucky was the place. Okay. Uh, well, how was it at Western Kentucky? I mean, it was freezing. I was. Um, <laughs> it was my first time ever seeing snow. You know what I mean? Like playing in snow and seeing snow and. The experience was great, but Kentucky was just all you could focus on was football, you know, and basketball, just sports in college because there's nothing else to do in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So you played both college basketball and yeah. football. How did you balance those um, two things? Because I may imagine back then, because you're not you you're an older you're not old, but I mean you graduated from high school what 98, 97, uh, 98, I graduated from high school. So I mean. There weren't a lot of guys back then playing two sport, I and mean, there ain't a lot of people ever that played basketball and football at the college level. Yeah, I, uh, man, not I was, Division One college level. Yeah, I, I heard. Um, I was fortunate, man. I, I swear, I was blessed. I was fortunate to play, but um, it my my um, basketball career was cut short. Uh, I went out for basketball my freshman year. Well, the first time I went out for basketball, we had a. Um, we had a very strict basketball coach, and he was like a military guy. And at that time, you know, coming from Florida, we had dreads, gold teeth at that time. So I had dreadlocks, and coach didn't he didn't he wasn't fond of dreadlocks or braids. He just didn't allow he didn't allow none of the guys to wear styles in their hair. So he wanted all the guys to cut their hair or wear afros. And I was like, uh. <laughs> I told him I would cut it. After a while, when I didn't cut it, he really started getting pissed at me. And then it was like, he really made me make a decision on, like, if I don't cut my hair, I can't be a part of the basketball team. And I'm like, my hair is kind of my identity right now. I'm a young 18-year-old kid at this time. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to cut my hair. Yeah, we're really doing this over some hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing this over hair. At that time, that's when dreadlocks wasn't in. You know what I mean? Like, they looked at us as... Not the cool guys, you know what I mean? We were kind of like probably the bad kids. Oh, he's being a thug. thug kid. Yeah, yeah, the thug yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't cut my dreads. I was like, oh, well, I just won't play <laughs> basketball. and I'm going to just stick to football because, you know, it was cool. I didn't have to cut my hair. And and then, to be honest, I used to see the basketball team doing army crawls at like <laughs> 5 o'clock in the morning. They used to do it like this military coach was doing He. <laughs> He had the basketball team doing worse stuff than the football team. Like when we had our five o'clock, five o'clock a.m. workouts. I mean, we was cool going into the weight room, but when you see the basketball team out there army crawling across the football field, I'm like, oh yeah, nah, nah, y'all nah, 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 nah. So as soon as he was like, oh, you got to cut your hair, or you can't play. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, y'all gonna hold that. Yeah, I'm good. You can have that. So yeah. So and, you and, leave. Where did you go after Western Kentucky? Uh, after after Western Kentucky, I went to the um, NFL. I entered the NFL draft in 2002. Um, I was picked up with the Dallas Cowboys uh, at first, but I broke my finger at that time. Uh, I had uh, Bill Parcells as a coach. That's a funny story I have I have about Bill Parcells. But um, you said you're gonna tell it. All right, <clears throat> all right. So all right, my freshman. Well, after I uh, my rookie season into the NFL, I got picked up with Dallas. Going through training camp. And it was a rainy day. And um, mind you, already Jerry Jones is standing there. Bill Parcells is standing there. Were and you I'm, starstruck or did you oh just man, like, no, I'm, I'm fixing to show these jokers? I'm starstruck. 
I honestly, to see Jerry and to, you know, just to be, and I'm, you know, I'm a rookie. I'm fresh out of college. Um, just, you know, just fresh out of college. Glad to be in the NFL. Just want to make the best impression I can, you know. But I'm in Dallas. The world-famous Dallas Cowboy facilities, Valley Ranch. At the time, I was in Valley Ranch. And, man, I was just a kid in the candy store. And, I, you know, <laughs> seeing Jerry, I was so excited to see Jerry. And then Bill Parcells, you know what I mean, knowing, you know, coming from where I, as a kid growing up and seeing all the TV stuff about how hard-nosed Bill was. yeah. Oh man, like I, it was raining that day. We were uh, working out, and uh, at the time I was a defensive back, and I'm doing backpedal drills, just you know, looking all good, doing my backpedal stuff, and then I try to do a speed turn, and I slip and fall, but I try to catch myself, and my finger dislocate, like, and I mean, my finger was at my wrist, touching my wrist. So I get up like, oh man, I hold my hand up, and my thumb is like here, and you know, the trainer's running over and. Bill Parcells and Jerry, they look at me, and Bill Parcells look at me. He's like, Scipio, are you okay? Can you still go? And I'm like, go? <laughs> I, I need somebody to call my mom. You know what I mean? I'm like, call my mom. I, I want to scream. And I'm like, so now I'm sitting there like, dude, this man just asked me, can I still practice? And my thumb is like. <laughs> <laughs> Growing out my elbow. Obviously, no. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I'm as a kid, you know, I, I want to cry, man. I want to call my mom. Call my mom immediately. You know, I'm like, <laughs> can I still go? And he's, and he's still waiting on my answer. And the trainer's right there holding my thumb. And I'm like. Is he for real? Yeah, coach, I can still go. I'm going to go. <laughs> he popped it back. And I taped it up. And I'm like, I still went to practice. But. Bill Parcells didn't give a damn about my finger <laughs> being broken. And I'm like, this man just asked me. And it was like a welcome to the NFL moment. Like, yeah. dude, if you ain't dead, you <laughs> you playing football. Are you it's like, it's one of those moments. Long. Are you hurt or are you injured? You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the definition of hurt or injured at this moment. I just know my finger's broken. And he was like, can you still go? And I'm like, wow. Like, I used to think this was injured. Yeah, but apparently like, this is now all the just ambulance hurt. call my mom like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just you know what I mean? Like, damn. damn, like, and he was standing there, and I was like, oh, like, I, this was a moment that I had, like, okay, this is this is the NFL, like, welcome to the league, and like, you know, it was one of those moments where I'm like, my fingers broke. He asked me, can I go? My backups over there with his helmet in his hand, like. Yeah, he's fighting, you know, waiting on his turn. I'm like, nah, you can stay on the sideline. I can go, coach. I'm going to pop right. it back, tape it up, put it to work, and I went right back to work, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah but it was tough as hell, man. I'm, and then where, where did you go? Where did um, you land after, after that? After that, um, at that time, um, uh, that's when Jerry Jones had uh, the arena team, the Des Dallas Desperados. So they kept me. Uh, he didn't release me from that. I did get released from Dallas, but they added me onto the arena team. I went, I played um, Dallas Desperados that um, that year. That was actually 2004, and that's the same year I got rookie of the year in the arena. And Miami Dolphins picked me up the very next year, and I played with the Miami Dolphins those two years. I played with Miami Dolphins 04, 05, and I also played um, arena that year. So I played arena 04 the first part of the year. Played Miami Dolphins 04 the last part of the year. Came back to Dallas uh, January 05. Played the, that season and played Miami that final season. So I was year-round football. Year-round football. Year-round football. Didn't bother you. I was, I, was just, I was trying to make it. I was one of those kids that was just grinding, just 
trying to find my spot and earn, you know, earn my keep. Which game did you enjoy more, the NFL game or the arena game? I enjoyed the arena game. The arena game, I mean, it's all business. You know, the NFL yeah. is strictly business. You break your finger, they want you still in the game. Um, arena, it was fun. Arena was, it was fun. It was, it was more interacting with the fans. Arena was absolutely the funnest time of my life. And, um, you know, I just enjoyed it. You know, the fans were you were right on top of you. The fans right on top of you. You get to catch balls and end up in the bleachers type of things. And then, you know, you just really get to interact with the people that really make the game fun for you. you know, well, somebody told me that it's more – you get to showcase more basketball skill set because of the smaller field size, the tighter cuts you got to make, the turns. I mean, do you think that played into it or just you like the more – it, they're on top of you, you know, quainter setting, more intimate setting with the fans. Um, I, I think it was it was a faster game. It was more exciting. We scored a bunch of touchdowns. That was my thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. and, you know, and I come from that. I still hold one of the records um, in there scoring a bunch of touchdowns. I scored a bunch of touchdowns, and it was excitement. I love scoring touchdowns. The fans love scoring touchdowns. Football is all about touchdowns, you know, and – in the arena, man, we just we score, 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 score. So it's excitement. It's so where did you forth. play for the Dolphins? What position did you play for the Dolphins? Actually, my my first year with the Dolphins, I went both ways. I I was wide receiver and I was a defensive back. But um, when we was in, I want to say Houston that year. That's the year David David Boston tore his patella tendon, and they converted me to permanently wide receiver after he tore his patella tendon and was out that season, I was committed. And you're cool with that because you get a chance to score touchdowns. super cool with that. Because, <laughs> you know, and another thing, man, I coming from defensive back, dude, I, all my injuries, my neck injuries, my shoulder injuries, like that was the roughest time, just hitting people. I love hitting people, but that was like a car accident every time I hit someone. So, like, when I got to the receiver side, it was like I could keep away from these guys from hitting me. So now I can save myself and – just playing wide receiver was so fun, you know what I mean? I could score a touchdown, but at the same time, I'm like, you're not hitting me. And I didn't want to keep hitting people because, oh, man, I I can't tell you how many concussions or blackouts or, you know, dingers I had from playing defensive back. And so when I got to the wide receiver, it was just all about keeping the ball, keeping my body away from them guys and scoring TDs. And Well, and EJ told me earlier that, you know, now the game's changed so much since when you played that it's almost unrecognizable to when you played. And now you're seeing these defensive backs getting hurt so much because it's not it's not because of stuff like you experienced. It's because you're you're running at a speed, a top end speed of 22, 23, 24 miles sure. an hour, but you're trying to figure out how to legally yeah. tackle this dude, yeah. and all of a sudden you're having to stop on a dime, and your body's body in motion wants to stay in motion, and your body ain't built to just stop. I find that impossible. Where when you played, you could just run through somebody. Fly off, just take off, you know? And, <laughs> and that's why it's like I, I find it incredibly impossible for these kids these days to do all of that mid-action, like try to turn your body, not hit the quarterback here when he's sliding. And this. It's just so much that the defender has to change about himself. If Even if he launches himself at time, the way we're taught to make tackles as kids, the way we were raised to – taught the football game to make tackles, it changes at a certain level. So that's right. the toughest part is getting into the college or the NFL level and having to really change everything that you were taught. Right. Um, so now, tough. you know, you you finished – I mean, how long did you play in the arena league? I played 10 years in the arena league. 
10 oh, years. You must have loved it. I loved it, man. The Rainy League was fun, man. It was so fun. I mean, do you think that that game allowed you to play longer because of the way the game was set up? Were you Could you play that game longer because of the, the setup of the game? Or you just found your niche and was like, man, I, this is cool. I like this. I, I, I say it was longer. Or just like because, both. No, nah, it was, it was kind of both. But, like, the, the game – the the arena game it's 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 not as like I say it's not as physically demanding as the NFL like you know the NFL is a bigger field you're running a lot faster you the collisions are a lot harder and you know it's 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 not as many players as in, in in the arena you know what I'm saying so it's really not as many linebackers not as many linemen so you don't really have the big collisions that you would have in the outdoor football field because it's a lot more space right so. A lot of guys, you, know, you can look back in the AFL history, we had a lot of older guys that, you know, that lasted longer in the AFL than they probably would have, you know, in the in the um, outdoor league. And then, you know, it was just fun, man, just saving your body, man, just having fun, giving away footballs. You know, in the arena, we used to be able to give away footballs, you know what I mean? In the NFL, you get, you're going to – you're going to get a fine in your locker you give away any football. So it's like it costed you in the NFL to do to interact with the fans. Right. AFL, they encouraged it. Right. You know what I mean? Like they we encouraged even um celebrations. Oh, uh, like how now okay, NFL celebrating now. But once upon a time you couldn't celebrate in the NFL. Oh yeah. No you know fun league. Yeah, no fun league. So AFL was all fun league. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed it, man. It was it was and I'm glad it's back. All right, tell glad me the Sports back. Illustrated story. Oh, so um, Arena Bowl Championship uh, 2006. First, let me uh, kind of give you the history between me and Kenny McIntyre. <laughs> oh, he that's leaned my boy. into the mic. Kenny Mac, that's my boy. That's my boy. I love you, Mac. You know, but um, we got a rivalry history, man, man. Me and Kenny Mac acted like we hated each other on the football field for a long time during the arena. You know what I'm saying? And it was like he was one of the best defensive backs. I was one of the best wide receivers. So, we used to have, you know, we used to go back and forth and competing against each other. So, and I was, you know, I was a flashy touchdown guy. So, if I scored on you, I'm a rubber. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Kenny Mack just hated the fact that I used to score touchdowns on him all the time. And then it was like, I remember playing here in Orlando. Um, I was with Dallas. And I was playing here in Orlando, from Orlando, my hometown crowd. So, you're going to show and, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to show out. Come. I'm de- I come to show out. And, um. It was like, I want to say my second season in the arena league, and I remember scoring a touchdown on Kenny Mack, and I did a dance, and he just punched me in my face. He hit my helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he hit me in my helmet like they could throw the flag, but we didn't fight anything. I just I knew I was in his head, so I just kept talking junk kept to him on. and pissing him <laughs> off, right? So a couple years later, I get to meet him in the arena bowl. Once again, here comes the rival, Bobby Scipio against Kenny McIntyre. They blew it up. They made it sound so good. They made the rival good. So throughout the game, Kenny would never hit me up high. He was always ankle tackling, alligator tackling, or hitting me at my knees. And I'm a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the worst thing in the world as a receiver is to always get hit in your knees. I hate DBs that hit me in my knees. So the whole first half, Kenny just wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't hit me up high, and it was pissing me off for some reason because I wanted to. I wanted him to hit me up high so I could run him over, you know, some shit like that. So he would not hit me up high for nothing. So we get in halftime. I'm pissed. I'm just pissed. He keep hitting my knee. So I tell Coach Owens, I'm like, Coach, when I go in high motion one time, just let Matt 
uh, hike the ball and just pitch it to me in high motion, and I just come straight downhill and just do what I do to him. I want to jump over him and score, so I kind of I did want to make a highlight on. Him. I wanted to embarrass him, but the plan was to score a touchdown so it can all work out right. together. So we came out in the second half, and it was time for that play. And Kenny Max at the line. I'm in high motion, and they pitched the ball to me. And as soon as I get to him, I just clear him. And in the Sports Illustrated. If the, the picture made Sports Illustrated, but if you can see in the Sports Illustrated, I jumped so high that you can still see his name tag. He wasn't all the way down. He was standing straight up. So <laughs> I literally jumped all the way over him, but I knew he was going to hit my knee for some reason. I just knew it. He never he never wanted to hit me up high. So when I did that and jumped, I didn't score, but the next day I seen that picture go viral. Well, well at that yeah. time we didn't have viral, but right. that picture was all over the place. Right. And then that month, we made the uh, June June uh, Sports Illustrated edition, the poster child. So that month, I posted child Kenny Mack in the Sports <laughs> Illustrated arena football made SI. And you ain't never let him forget it. No, I ain't gonna let him forget that. <laughs> I got the picture. I keep it's immortalized. Picture. Oh, Throwback Thursday. We we share that picture sometime. But but when I came to Orlando, got an opportunity to play with the goat Kenny Mack. Much respect. That's my boy. My brother from another mother. You know. Um, but that rival was just. You know, it was just two great players just being great, man. Making just, each other better. Yeah, just making each other better, man. And um, you know, and it's, it's it was I, I was an honor to be able to be respected. And, you know, I mean, from a player like that, Kenny Mack, he was that guy. And um, you know, we just went back and forth, man. It was friendly, friendly rival, man. But So what are you doing now? He slapped the shit out of me. I'll never forget that. <laughs> but um right now, man, I'm um offensive uh coordinator for the Orlando Predators. Um I'm back home. I was last last two years. I've been coaching uh, offense in um, Cisco, Texas. I was coaching at a junior college, and now my boy EJ uh, Burt just got the head coach's job. Uh, shout out to EJ Burt, Orlando Predators. Um, um, EJ just got the head coach job. Me and EJ played in Chicago together as well as here in Orlando, and I got the phone call to come, you know, put some points on the board for the Orlando Predators. And how much do you enjoy now as you transition from a player? To the to the play caller. Uh, I mean, everybody wants to still think. Yeah, you know, you must have read my mind. You must have read my mind, man. I still want to play. I'm still calling plays for myself, but um, you know, what I mean, just t- me to to be able to give my knowledge back to the game, um, especially being able to coach some guys that want to know the game and want to learn the game. It's been an honor, you know. What I mean, the guys that I've met, the guys that I've been able to coach. It's been just honorable, man, just being able to give these guys back my knowledge and them want and them want it. You right. know what I mean? And then to see them put it in a put it in in action in the games or in practice, whatever, it's a great feeling. Um I, I It won't be long it. before you come across yeah. one that might be might have them Bobby Scipio skills. I, um speaking of that, I'm looking for I'm looking for a couple of players like that that can come fulfill, you know, my my shoes that can play like I played. Um we got a couple of opens, wide receivers. So if this get out, I'm looking for a couple wide receivers looking to come play with the Orlando Predators, preferably my size, my kind of <laughs> attitude. What them you know, stats, coach? Kinda, what what them what um, them stats? I want to say I uh, I scored my in 2007. No, I meant like height, weight. What, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, about? I'm looking uh, for I'm looking for six four better, six three. I give you, I take a six three, six two guy. You got to be a complete dog on the field. Um, athletic. You know what I mean? Just really got the heart to love the game, man. And really, I'm looking. For, I'm really looking for heart, mind, and soul of the game. You know what I mean? Not just athletic ability. I'm looking for someone that loves the game, like 
like like a real football player should love the game, come to work every day and play it, and really, you know, just really to soak in knowledge of all these great coaches that we have on the staff. And that's such a, you know, as well. Well, I know y'all gave an on-the-field demonstration today during the clinic, and I, I was walking by, I had to go do something, and, and y'all had a pile of folks out there. I mean, we still had registration going on. We're not even at full capacity yet with everybody here. And there had to have been three or 400 folks just standing around out there watching you guys do a live on the field demonstration. What was that like, like coaching coaches? Well, since this was my first time, I definitely had the butterflies. Um, because you're in front of peers, like you're oh, like, yeah. oh, these guys are coaches. That some of them are actually going to know what. They're, what right, I'm right. About. So I had game time butterflies, you know. Um, but um, you know, um, this is um, a part of my transition and what I'm going into in life, man. And um, the coaches part and being continuing to be a leader, you know, as far as not not just a player leader, but now I'm at a, I'm in a position to be a coach's leader. So you know, I mean that the opportunity to talk to these coaches and give back the knowledge that I gave to these coaches and really have a lot of coaches that wanted my knowledge. Um, that was really a great feeling, like having to answer a lot of questions, personal questions from guys that knew about me or heard about me or just wanted to see some of my information that I had from, from when I played. And um, these coaches that came out today, a lot of these go coaches are coaches that coach big-time high schools here in the state of Florida that I've heard of and that I see that got programs that's putting kids into college. So a lot of these coaches are really knowledgeable right. of the game, but to see them still coming out learning and still coming out wanting more information is a great feeling. And, you know, me being that guy that they come to get it from, and I'm new to it, you know, I'm new to coaching. It's a great feeling. It's a learning experience, and I I definitely surprised myself. You know what I mean? I I um, answered a lot of good questions today and a lot of – a lot of coaches that came out to, you know, get some good information. Well, that's awesome. Most of us, you know, especially the more experienced we are, I think, I mean, we all should know that we can learn something from everybody. everybody. And, and you know, to be able to have somebody that played at your level and has the experience that you have, anything that you can teach us and tell us, and it, it, you'd be a fool not to sit out mm -hmm. there and pick something up from you and, you know, I'm sure you had a bunch of guys that, that hit you with the hot. Man, I remember when you played, and I remember this game, and I yeah. saw you do this. And then, you know, and, and it's good to hear that. But, you know, you're gonna, you get to a point where you're like, well, I mean, I, I can coach too. Yeah. I, I do yeah. know what I'm talking about. I can't call some plays. I can't draw up a, I can't draw up a, a ball play every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I'm in the process of having to prove that to these guys because a lot of guys wanted to talk about – you know the history. Oh, I remember you in high school. I remember you played. I, you know, my accolades speak for themselves. But now I'm, I'm in. The, I'm. It's time I build my coaches. And write a new you chapter. Know what I mean? Time to write a new chapter. And um, luckily, I'm here in the arena league where I'm able to really put my offensive coordinator, you know, expertise to use because we, we score a lot of points. Our, our arena, they want you to score points. It's right. It's not really a defensive game. It is a defense out there, but you're gonna see a lot of touchdowns and. I'm here to score a lot, to send a lot, you know, to put a lot of guys in position to, like I did. Hell, I scored 73 touchdowns in the season in arena, so I know it can be done, and um, that's what I'm here to bring. Well, folks, if you get an opportunity, you got to get out here and see Coach Scipio as he works. Coach Scipio, I sure do appreciate you being on with us today. It's me. been a pleasure to meet you. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you in this coaching profession. And I definitely hope that you are going to get back on with us because I know you got some more stories oh, that yeah. you said you may or may not be able to share with us. But I yeah. sure appreciate you being on with us. Oh, yeah, I got some good stories. But I thank you all for having me and look forward to the next episodes. And uh, go Preds. 
Thanks, coach.